0: Welcome, this is Rick. You're listening to the Bite Size Pickleball Podcast. A brief announcement. I have a book coming out soon called How to Play Better Pickleball. And it encompasses everything that I've learned in the last three and a half years of playing pickleball. What have you learned, Rick? Yeah. I've learned quite a bit and I want to pass it on to you. In the meantime, if you have any interest, I have another book that's already for sale at Amazon. It's called The Best Pickleball Writing 2023, and it's a compilation of my columns from Pickleball Magazine. If you just search Rick Sipes at Amazon, it'll pop up. R-I-C-K-C-I-P-E-S. Rick Sipes at Amazon. Best Pickleball Writing 2023, and there's also a Pickleball Funny book that I did there, or Pickleball Funnies, little cartoons. Some of you may have seen them on the Facebook group. In any case, you keep on playing those mind games forever. Going to quote one of my heroes, Ringo Starr. No, obviously that was John Lennon. So today's topic is all about the mind. And after a lot of observation... I feel like the mind is what's holding the majority of players back, no matter their level. And my idea is that if you can improve your mind skills, you can improve your pickleball game skills. Pretty simple, improve the mind, improve the game. I'm gonna highlight just a couple of areas that might give you a couple of ideas and a place to start. The number one mind game you're playing on yourself is in your self-criticism. It's my belief that we can improve much faster if we take a kinder approach toward ourselves. Kinder doesn't mean we aren't pushing ourselves to be great. It just means that we're nurturing ourselves. We're not nagging ourselves. Big difference there, right? Nurturing, nagging. Just the connotation of those words. Do you nag yourself? Keep listening. Let me just interject that we can't really Get better at pickleball quickly unless we commit to practicing more. And what I see happening is a bunch of players who never practice and they're still out there two years later and they're nagging themselves to death and they're wondering why they missed the shot again, the same shot over and over and over again, and then more nagging on themselves. It's a vicious cycle. It's like a dog chasing its tail, it ain't ever gonna catch it. Down, Fido. All that player would need to do is carve some time out to practice, gain confidence through practice, and then shocker, start to let up on nagging themselves because they're actually making the shot now. So yes, practice does help our mind game in a very large way. Practice helps us release the mind. In fact, one of the reasons you may get frustrated is because you're just not putting in the work. And I'm saying if you put in the work, even even a little work, you'll start to gain confidence and maybe maybe you'll learn to let up on yourself. Here's a real simple fix for when you catch yourself being too self-critical. First though, you do need to catch yourself. You need to recognize when you're too self-critical. And instead of whatever it is you say to yourself, you need to replace that with something new. For example, I hear a lot of players chastise themselves with their own name. Ah, Rick, you suck! By the way, if you're criticizing yourself with your own name, is that you? You gotta dig deep and find the source of that and tell them to get lost. It could be an old coach or a parent or something you adopted at one point in time. You need to lose that. Instead of, ah, Rick, you suck! Replace with, that's okay, next point. If you want to chime in with, that's okay, Rick, next point. I'm basically talking to myself like a five-year-old. Sometimes that's what we need. Cutting myself some slack and not holding on to the self-criticism. That's what we need to do because the next point is coming fast. And if you're still in the you suck frame of mind, It won't serve you well on that next point. You will be holding on to that energy in your body. It will kind of weight you down. So replace the dialogue with something like, I got this, or let it go, or it's only pickleball. Find something to replace your self-critical talk with. What I like to do is I like to replace my self-critic with something a little simpler, and that's just breathing. If I make an error, which you know I occasionally do, I'm human. Ben Johns is human. I'm human. I'm way more human than Ben Johns on the pickleball court. I make errors. Okay. When I do, instead of saying "Rick, you suck" or you know using my body language, ay, ay, whatever, what I do is I take a nice, soft breath in through the nose. And then I release that through the nose. And I replace all those negative thoughts that could come with breathing. And I do that constantly when I'm playing pickleball. Between every point, I am consciously taking a breath to try to stay in the flow. You want to be in the flow state. And the breath is a bridge to the flow state. Does that make sense? If you're just breathing and you're coasting along in the game, that's when you can get in the flow. You cannot be in a flow state with a frustrated state of mind. Does that make sense? You cannot be in the flow if you have any kind of frustration with yourself. So obviously, we need to lose our frustration, right? We're blocking the flow with our self-criticism. One of the main things that blocks our flow on the court is the noise that I just talked about, the self-critical noise. But there's also other noise that we have to pay attention to and we have to recognize and we have to alleviate some of that noise as well. And that's, you know, when you get on the court, you're thinking about other players. There's grudges, there's this, there's that. I don't like to play with that person. That player uses a Dura. That player, whatever, whatever. You're worried about the court surface, the wind, the kind of balls we're using, the job we need to get back to, all the responsibilities and all that jazz we bring with us to the court. Again, too many thoughts in the brain and flow cannot possibly happen why do i think flow is so important because you know if you've been there if you've touched the zone in anything it is a magical feeling i can't rationalize or analyze it for you but i can only say when i've been in the flow i am one with the entire universe and it's an amazing place to be so that's where i want to be when i'm playing pickleball and let's take that noise one step further And that's the noise from the speed and the time we're living in. We are connected to our gadgets 24-7. We have minute-to-minute updates on our social media, the news, we're checking our cells 70 times a day. The moment we wake up in the morning, we're counting our steps, we're counting our calories. And all in all, to me, we're putting too many thoughts into our brain and we're being overwhelmed. We are overloading the motherboard to the point that they affect our attention spans, all our attention spans, have grown shorter. That's because of all the noise that's surrounding us. None of this noise helps us when we're out on the pickleball court. But it's with us Constantly, and it affects our play. We come to the court in this kind of energy with all the noise swirling around us. Kind of, I just pictured Pigpen in Peanuts with all that stink around him. That's us and the noise when we're on the pickleball court. And truthfully, and I'm, I'm not trying to harm or, or judge anybody, but I think about 75% of players that I see are too on edge and nervous on the court. And they're not playing enough. Playing being the key word. We need to learn to dial down the mind noise a few notches to reach back to being able to play like we did when we were kids. You want to get great at pickleball? Figure out how to get some of that energy back. And we can't do that with all the noise we're experiencing. Starting with your self-critical and spiraling from there. It's all noise. It's all in your power to change if you devote some time to work on your mind. So the first step is just to kind of recognize what's happening to yourself and identify the noise around you and inside of you and start to dial it down. Less noise, more play. The Buddhists have a term called the monkey mind, and it's just like it sounds, a bunch of monkeys flinging their feces around at one another in our brains. Not a beautiful thing to visualize, but that's what our mind noise is. That's what it's like. So in order to play better pickleball, that's the name in my book, by the way, How to Play Better Pickleball, you need to learn how to lose some of those monkeys. And I would say That it is way more important to focus on that than the hundreds of dollars you're paying for those high-level lessons. You can practice that high-level stuff with a partner. You can get on YouTube and see what's happening and then go practice. You don't need to pay someone $160 an hour to help you get to that place. What I think you should do is spend $25 and go buy a book on mindfulness. And study mindfulness and your mind if you truly want to get better. No matter what level you're at, it is all in your mind. Stop playing those mind games forever and get with the program. You're on your own. Get after it.